All right, and welcome to the Bosley for Reacher live. No, you stay. <laughs> the uh, Bosley for Reacher live stream episode four. Uh, now this one, um, I'm capturing the audio, so it will be on a podcast. Uh, if you're listening to that now, thank you. Um, the first half hour or so is going to be very uh, structured. I've been taking a lot of notes for quite a while with y'all's um, questions, comments, and concerns. So I'll just hammer those out. And then once I post this, I'll put these topics uh, in the description so you kind of can see what you're, uh, what's in store. And then once I wrap that up, uh, you can quit listening or quit watching or continue. And you can see it'll be, uh, that's where I'll address Q and A's and it'll be a little bit uh, more interactive. So <coughs> uh, let's just hop right into it. Um, I'm going to assume you know what all this is about, so I'm not going to do any background. Uh, I'll just get right to the point and just go down. I have a couple pages worth of notes here, and uh, I'll just hammer these out. The latest news, literally nothing. <laughs> um, I am doing everything that y'all probably do, trolling uh, various websites and all that, um, just looking for any pieces of news. Um, a, a handful of people that have been supporting me have po reposted things that Mr. Child has posted on his Twitter. A lot of things that are just kind of <clears throat> uh, elusive to the, the book in general, his latest book, Blue Moon, uh, but nothing as far as the series. Like The news after Mr. Child dropped the bomb about Mr. Uh, Mr. Cruz not being in it, that was the big height. Uh, I met him, you know, those two trips to New York and then nothingness. Um, and uh, a lot of people have asked, well, why can't your agent and your manager get in the know? The thing is, is until it becomes more official as far as right now, it's in the big giant umbrella of Paramount and Skydance. Um, other than that, nothing exists. So there's no formal channels to professionally or cleverly hint at, hey, check out Jeff Bosley, or hey, let's set up a meeting with our client. None of those channels exist. So currently, the only thing we can do is I've done a lot when I met with Mr. Child the two times in New York, um, uh, when I spoke at that panel with him. That was astronomical. That was a huge game changer. That was a very awesome way to get on his radar and literally meet the man. Um, that's, And that's essentially all I can do is he's a bright, he's a bright individual. Obviously, he's very intelligent. He didn't forget I exist. Um, so a handful of other people have chimed in, and I, I really appreciate it because you kind of, you, um, uh, particularly one gentleman, uh, I don't want to say names, so I won't at this point, but one gentleman has chimed in essentially with the right answer saying, there's probably nothing that agent manager can do, and I don't want to be a pest, so i got to pace myself. Um, and so that's exactly what I'm doing, is agent managers, there's nobody to contact uh, until Mr. Child picks what's called a showrunner, um, uh, there's nobody to hassle or, or, or set up meetings with or anything. So, uh, we kind of just continue to do this. And because Mr. Child is very adamant about this being a very fan driven, um, choice and decision based on his, his, uh, statements and interviews, I just want to keep garnishing, garnering, uh, keep gaining, uh, fan support. And that's what I continue to try to do. Um, we all just keep rallying along and doing that. So that's the thing and if we had a deadline uh, like in every other job in the real world you can kind of do the math and pace yourself out over a set amount of time the catch is is we have zero idea when this is going to be so there's like you i i truly don't have a way to pace myself out uh, you know i could go all 
full bore and then find out, you know, that the show might be two years from now. Uh, I could find out it'd be two months from now. There's, there, you know, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and not, none of us know. So there's, I, 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 I don't like when people use the word literally, but in this case, it's true. I literally don't know anything since I met with him in uh, New York. Um, just snippets. Now, with all that being said, my theory, and I think this is pretty solid, uh, and this is just from me, is Mr. Child has a set kind of rotation, uh, book release, press re- press tour release uh, with his books, and I believe the last date, um, he uh, Blue Moon is probably going to be released around October. Now, I'm no marketing expert, but it, Mr. Child has been quoted saying, you know, he wants the show to help sell his books, um, and I'm no expert, but that would be a genius time to have the show ready to be released by at the same time his book is released. So people that are um, part of the show or people that are just know the world from the books um, can only can then see uh, that a show exists and people that know the show only from the show can then see a book exists and go check out the book. Um, I'm going along here and I'm not seeing anybody comment, which concerns me. Uh, somebody say something, please. <laughs> Can you all hear me? Okay, I got a thumbs up, so I assume that means you can hear me. Um, so cool. Um, so that's my theory, is that he would be brilliant in releasing the book and episode one at the same time. That's just a theory, but it would kind of make sense. So that's my fantasy, is that things are going to start shooting pretty soon. Um, and that would be October. So it's almost April, April, May, June, July. That's not too unheard of to get a season knocked out of a new show. Um, so that's the latest news, which means literally nothing. Um, and I'm just going to go down the list of everything. Uh, somebody asked, and this was a good question for some people new, why do I want to be Jack Reacher? Um, one thing, um, a little reveal into the world of Hollywood is that if you have a certain, and this is, you know, boohoo, poor me, tall, white, white guy in Hollywood. Um, but there are some disadvantages to certain character types. Um, if you're a giant, uh, there's very few roles for you because most of the existing shows already have their lead hero. And, uh, that lead hero is typically not a giant. So very rarely do they want to make their hero look like a, a little mini person. So there are not many roles for a giant guy uh, because until giant guy becomes famous, they're not going to put famous person on what they're called Apple boxes to get them tall enough for uh, to look match Jeff Bosley's height. So with that being said, um, uh, as actor Jeff, it, I want the role because it's one of the few roles that demands this height, which we all know is the issue with Mr. Cruz, uh, with all due respect. But I also wanted this role for anybody that didn't know this. Um, I read one of my first books, uh, Jack Reacher books, while I was still in the military. And when I read it, I didn't really know what my future held, but I knew I wanted to see this role done justice. And I had a moment of, wow, that'd be really cool if I could play it. And um, this is unprecedented that that they actually want an unknown new actor so this this has to be capitalized on so I want it as a fan I want it as an actor um, I want it as just the kid that likes to play pretend um, I want it for all the reasons um, it, it'd be great for my career it'd be great 
for me just as just personally satisfying uh you name it that's why i want it um and then that same person asked what or who has influenced me throughout this um and as I think a lot of actors will do this is they'll look at their char- their type within other famous actors to kind of see what they do. And so I've always looked at um, tall actors to see how they can overcome or what roles they get. And uh, you know, so I've always used Hugh Jackman as a great example because I think he's, uh, he can play the Wolverine and he can play the greatest showman and everything in between. If you haven't seen Prisoners, see it with he and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, so I've always looked up to him as a good influence. I like the um, toughness of Tom Hardy because he, you know, he on paper you wouldn't cast him until you know you got to know him and see him in other roles, and he's that tough guy. But I really do look a lot uh, to Hugh Jackman as a tall actor, who I believe I'm in his type in a way. Um, so moving on, uh, the next question was the series timeline. Uh, the series timeline when do i know when it'll be in play again this all goes back to question number one not a clue um nothing's been released uh mr child did mention at the panel i spoke at with him where you know you could take one book and divide it and almost make it a season for an entire season of a show so so as for what plot line they pick everything is dependent on everything else you know if they hopefully they pick me they're going to base that on what they can do with me as far as what is jeff bosley portraying jack reachers what that present tense is um for those of you who don't know uh here's a perfect example look at all the men's hairlines in the avengers movies they're beautifully immaculate and almost all look the same it's just it's just it is what it is and it's just a part to make those characters those actors look the character so things can be done to make people look younger uh we don't have to go full samuel jackson and captain marvel but a lot can be done digitally and practically to make somebody look slightly younger slightly older so if they pick i'd like to think me there's a little wiggle room with where they can play obviously if there's extreme flashbacks you know, they might just cast a very uh, apt, young, younger version of, of me or anything like that. Um, so that's all dependent on everything else. There's just so many variables. There's no way to know what timeline they would know, and nor do I have that insight. However, one of the arguments was, well, would you modernize some of the timelines? Because a lot of stuff Jack Reacher did was in the Gulf War, etc. And again, that all depends on what goes on behind the scenes with uh, Mr. Child, who he chooses to write the uh, the television screen, the screenplay adaption for his for his books. Uh, what's available? Budget? You know, is it cheaper to do everything retroactively? Because then you got to worry about you know um, period costumes, and and then when you're shooting in Los Angeles, you're gonna have to worry about getting off modern cars out of the shots. There are so many things astronomically that people, with all due respect, don't remotely comprehend that goes into just one decision like that, for example. You know, do we shoot it when it's in the 90s? Well, then you can't have any cars from, you know, the mid-90s on in any of the shots, and that's a hassle. So, uh, and then wardrobe, watches, every little thing that indicates uh, a a different timeline you couldn't have in the shot. Uh, so, you know, you could modernize it to more of a modern war. Um, specifically, uh, war is universal and your experiences in the military are relatively universal. Um, I can talk to 
Um, I have spoken to, you know, World War II vets and, uh, you know, there's still a bond that, that you still relate and still get a lot. So uh, from a fan standpoint, it'd be kind of cool to stay true to the books for sure. Uh, from a production standpoint, there's a lot involved where they might have to adapt it. You know, like a good example I always use um, is the the Punisher. If I ever, if they ever, you know, brought that or they did bring it to the Marvel one, and we won't get into it too much, but they didn't. The original Punisher, if I remember correctly, comic book days, he was a Vietnam vet. They had to modernize it; it just made more sense. So. Uh, that's the series timeline. That's uh, that's my that's my non-answer. Um, uh, going back, next question. Uh, somebody asked about insider info. Is there the timing of the release of the show? Again, going back to my initial opening of the, this this chat. Not a clue. Um, I, I have that theory about when it might would coincide with the release of his next book, but beyond that, no insider info. And that's not a smokescreen. Like if I knew something and I was actually legally bound to not tell you, I would just say, hey, I know the answer, but I'm legally bound to not tell you. Uh, but it's not that. I, I actually do not know. Um, I've been poking some bears with the insides and the tech. You know, that I have cell phone numbers of individuals in that circle. And, um, you know, I politely and professionally kind of poke and ask. But I actually, I can't be a pest because that's also not professional. But I do not know. Uh, somebody did ask, I'm just going down the list here, um, stay, <laughs> this is bordering on self-promotional, but a lot of people ask, so I just need to address it. People have asked when this sucker is going to be released, the Bosley for Reacher t-shirt, which uh, until uh, we get the legal, the, doc, the legal paperwork done, I can't tell you who's making it yet. Um, but it's as soon as that legal paperwork is done, this sucker will be done. And it's from a major shirt company. So you'll just go wait right to their website. There's no just out of the loop at that point. You go to the website and order it just like any of their other products. So um, I did, they, they did ask me what would be a cool design. So, I mean, I will proudly say <laughs> that I did design. You know, I gave them that concept. I gave them that image actually. And then they uh, turned it into a reality. That's the front. That's the back. <laughs> So uh, as soon as possible, they're doing me a very huge favor. They believe in me. They're, they're a fully functioning t-shirt company or a clothing company. Um, and so I'm not remotely going to bite the hand that feeds me. They're doing me the favor um, and they're showing me the support. So um, basically the stage we're at now is waiting for lawyer paperwork. Um, moving on, another question. Somebody asked, uh, if they go with another actor, what will I do? Um, I will probably go to a cabin and cry for a very long time. I, <laughs> I have never wanted a, anything second to becoming a Green Beret uh, this bad in my life. Um, uh, and it's a self-perpetuating, I don't want to say downward spiral, but it's a self-perpetuating situation in that the longer this goes on, the harder, the harder uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, the harder it is for me to comprehend not getting the role. Um, and I guess, you know, the more spiritual friends or the spiritual people say, don't think that, don't put that in the universe or whatever you want to say. And that's kind of true. I don't want to even entertain that right now. And it's, I think I'll go back to more for me, what was practical when I was becoming a green Bray. I, it's, it's cliche, but it's a thing for a reason. Failure isn't an option. I didn't, I only very rarely entertained, um, the what if I didn't, finish becoming a Green Beret only as a motivator because in that world you actually have some say in your destiny 
Hollywood, there's so many billions of things out of my control. Uh, I just can't entertain an option. It's just not an option. So, uh, and the sub question of that one, do you know of any other actor fighting for it? No, I don't. Um, I challenge anybody to say there's another actor this passionately interested in this role. I know tons of actors because it is a business where not every actor that has played every role in any movie, they wanted that role proactively. The role didn't exist or they didn't know the character existed and they're approached by, you know, X and they liked the character. They, you know, it's, it's a business. They liked the contract. They liked the paycheck, whatever it may be. And then they became passionately involved after being approached with the role. Um, as far as this, I do not know of any other actor that wants this role this proactively. Um, on all the sites, we can see how many people uh, from the fan standpoint want to fan cast uh, Jack Reacher. That's out there uh, abundantly, but none of those actors are ever, not once have I seen them say anything about wanting the role. Um, so despite that, uh, no, the answer is no. I don't know of any other actor fighting for this. Uh, and then moving on, do I know any Paramount or Skydance connections that are, could give me the inside track? Again, it goes back to question number one. Uh, no, I only know this is a Paramount Skydance connection. Uh, my manager um, and I kind of know some tracks to go once it becomes more formal. But Paramount and Skydance are such a giant umbrella. And like I said in the, the opening of, the, of the, this chat, there's nobody to talk to. There's not even a Jack Reacher you know, department yet. So um, I just kind of keep, um, keep my ears open. Moving on. Almost done. All right, um, and I will also, so this is now moving on to some of the other topics um, I've seen re recently. Some of these will be redundant for uh, people who've been in the, in the fight for a while. Um, some of these will be uh, completely new for everybody, but first off, um, we're still in the 30-minute structured thing, so I'm not ignoring anybody, but I still want to keep this structured, and we're still not in the uh, interactive part for anybody listening or watching after the fact. Um, first, I want to say thank you to those of you who are with me or supporting me for kind of uh, fighting with me or on my behalf in other groups um, because I'm my own worst enemy because I'm a fan. Some of the stuff that's commented in other groups, I want to passionately respond as a fan, but that also would come across as that's Jeff Bosley, the person that wants the role. So a lot of times I just have to sit there in silence. But I do appreciate and I do notice when a handful of um, repeat supporters chime in on my behalf. Uh, I have seen when people mention, you know, like, hey, uh, cast this NFL player. My internal fan, Jeff, just loses his mind and wants to say so much stuff, but then somebody will inevitably chime in and go, you know, you should hire an actor, not a football player. And so I appreciate that. I do notice those things. So thank you for you guys doing that, guys and girls, men and women. Um, and I'm moving on. Addressing, um, this happens a lot, top things such that, you know, hey, Reacher wouldn't do that. Jack Reacher wouldn't have a beard. Jack Reacher wouldn't wear his hair back or hat backwards. Uh, Jack Reacher wouldn't do this, whatever. And again, I've said this in other shows or other um, episodes. Yes, I really do believe I was born to play this role. But I need everybody to know Jack Reacher is a fictional character. That's like saying a movie where a gentleman is playing a rapist. 
you have to cast a real rapist. That's absurd. I do overlap a lot of the bullets of what makes Jack Reacher Jack Reacher, but I'm Jeff Bosley, who is an actor that wants to play pretend to be Jack Reacher. I do believe I have less of a stretch to play him than most, but uh, things like Jack Reacher wouldn't do that. Jack Reacher wouldn't ask for work. Again, <laughs> Jack Reacher isn't an actor trying to play another a fictional character in a movie. So um, I appreciate the passion uh, because that's what makes this fan base so uh, um, appealing to me because I'm a fan of the books before. And honestly, when, when Tom Cruise got the role, very rarely do they recast stuff like this, and you know, unless it's a franchise like James Bond. But once Tom Cruise had it, I was like, this, this is done. This will never be changed. And so uh, it's a fluke that it's available to be changed. So... I was just a fan for the longest time until, you know, a couple months back when Mr. Child mentioned they're not going with Cruz again. Um, so I, I'm as passionate as you, and I want to, I don't want to use the word fight, but I want to um, dialogue back aggressively, uh, but, but passionately and politely as a fan a lot. But most of the time I just keep it to myself. But one of the things as actor Jeff wanting to play Jack Reacher, I do address, want to address is I'm an actor that wants to play this character. Um, and I'm fully certain I can play what people perceive him to be as far as a performance. They need to separate the two. Um, anybody who knew Heath Ledger knew him not to be like the Joker because he was pretending to be that character. Uh, if he was like that in the real world, he would have been locked up long ago. So yes, in spite of, in, in, in lieu of that, yeah, Jack Reacher might have a beard. There's books where he said if you want to look non-military, uh, he wouldn't shave. Uh, I'll get into a beard thing later. Jack Reacher, some people were saying Jack Reacher wouldn't wear his hat backwards. That's because Jeff Bosley was wearing his hat backwards working uh, weapons training. So, moving on. Uh, physique. Um, that comes up a lot. Um, what am I doing there? Or I want to address a topic. I'll get into what I'm doing later in this uh, part. Uh, how many minutes are we into this? 22. All right, so um, I've put on about 11, maybe I'm just depending on the day, 11 to 15 pounds uh, for the role thus far. And in the books, he's stated at having a certain weight. I'm not going on a weight in the books because what people don't know, and this isn't a dig towards anyone, 250 pounds in the real world doesn't translate to what people are picturing Jack Reacher to be taking from page to real world. The images and the conceptions and even the fan casting of random bodybuilders and NFL athletes, those people are normally in the real world. It's the whole Barbie, if Barbie were a real life person. Those images that people have kind of agreed upon with makes Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher, that puts that human realistically at about 270, 280. I know that because I've weighed that from bodybuilding uh, experiences and that body matched more what people are picturing Jack Reacher. So it's not going to hurt or help me. I'd like to hope it helps me because skinny Jack Reacher is worse than being too big Jack Reacher. So uh, I'm still trying to pack on the size. Um, so yes, I weigh more than 250 pounds now. I'm actually right around 250 all the time. So I want to put on another 10 pounds. Um, moving on. Uh, MPs. Um, again. I'll go back to the extreme example of uh, if the character is a rapist. You're not going to cast a rapist because he has raping experience. And I apologize for being crass, but this is called acting. Um, 
I do believe there's something the military offers no matter what your job was. So I do believe that for me is a huge advantage. I would like to see a hybrid, um, like if they were to adapt the character to modern times. Here's the thing, MPs really um, aren't as, well again, this is a double-edged argument. This is a fictional MP uh, unit. So it, I'd be hypocritical to argue an MP unit that's fictional because it doesn't exist, so how can I argue it? So if that MP unit that's fictional does have more of a special forces training background in lieu of their investigative training, thumbs up. But if we were to just go on the real world facts, MP training, and I'm not knocking MPs, I have tons of MPs, my brother was one for a while. Um, their training is, their world isn't as parallel to the fictional Jack Reacher MP training. I would like to see, because I would think it'd answer a lot of people's conflicts because this isn't unheard of for people to have multiple jobs while they're in the military career. I would like to see, this is kind of selfish, but it'd be kind of cool, I think, to see a former Green Beret that went, that changed MOSs, changed jobs, and became an MP. And that would kind of justify, especially since we have such military-savvy um, audiences out there now, that would justify, hey, how does Jack Reacher know how to do so many special operations uh, things? And how does he have so many of these skills that MPs typically don't? But on the flip side, I know Green Berets, we don't know. Actually, I do know how to fingerprint. Uh, we did do a lot of that, to be honest with you. Uh, but you know, there's some stuff MPs do that I don't know. So I would like to see that as a hybrid. A lot of people address that and said, well, Jeff, you weren't an MP. Again, we're not casting a rapist to play a rapist. We're casting a guy that hap I, I will always go back to, you pick the best actor. And if he has all these bonus things that help the character, thumbs up. And I believe the Green Beret training hugely helps the character. Uh, and then another um, conflict that people seem to be having, I'll address again is tattoos and beards. Um, again, this can be shaved off. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to come across rude, um, but it's for some reason a lot of people, like I've actually gotten very passionate, I don't wanna say hate mail, uh, but some very passionate comments about how wrong I am because of my beard. This comes off. Uh, and again, because this is my job, uh, if a role comes up where they need me to have a beard um, for another job, another commercial, whatever it is in LA where I'm looking for work, it's easier to have the beard versus them go, we need you to have a beard, but we're not gonna hire you because you don't have one. It's easier to get rid of if they go, hey, can you be clean shaven by tomorrow versus, hey, can you have a beard tomorrow? So I just always keep it. Um, so that's just a work thing. This this can be shaved, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, tattoos, yeah. In the books, Jack Reacher is not mentioned one iota of having any tattoos, of course. Now, uh, how often? There are times where obviously he's, there are sex uh, scenes and there are um, romantic involvement. He has romantic involvements with various uh, women in, in throughout the series um, where they'd have to cover him up and hide him. But Jack Reacher isn't exactly walking around, you know, like Captain America shirtless all the time. Uh, so there's no real big need. Most of the time he's wearing Henleys anyway. So the tattoos can be covered up. Uh, all my tattoos um, legally are mine. I actually have waivers to have them on film, so they're they're mine. I have the releases. Um, makeup is amazing. Uh, they digitally get rid of tattoos. Ben Affleck has a giant tattoo on his back, and he had a shirtless scene in Batman versus Superman, and uh, you didn't see it on his back at all. So, um, but 
With that being said, one thing people may or may not know or think about with the military is most people after the military or even in their career have tattoos. So again, and that goes back to are we modernizing some of the stories, if that's the case, it is an arguable defense that um, he would have tattoos. Officers, enlisted, warrant officers, tons of them have tattoos. It's almost part of the culture, like, you know, prison gangs. <laughs> um, and a lot of military, post-military, do sport kind of a five o'clock shadow. Um, there are some that are very, 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 very indoctrinated, but from a character standpoint, yes, I believe Jack Reacher is very indoctrinated to the military, but he was also kind of a loose cannon, if you will. So if anybody's to kind of not adhere to regulations, I mean, you can't, any book, he always had some sort of um, conflict with authority. If any character in the military, in post-military fictional, fictional novels was to have issues with military standards, I think it'd be Jack Reacher. I think his hair would be out of regulation. I think he would have a little five o'clock shadow all the time. Uh, you know, and if you look at a lot of post-military people, we do have hair out of regulation or we do have beards when you get out <clears throat> because you spent your whole career shaving and having perfect hair. Uh, particularly in Special Forces, every Green Beret has a beard and long hair <laughs> in the service and out. Um, moving on. Last segments, um, and then I'll move into more of an interactive Q&A and uh, wrap this up. Some people are asking, what am I doing? Uh, kind of my day in and my day out. Uh, I'm reading this um, and I'll, I'll very loosely sum it. So what am I doing daily? Um, despite, uh, so people know I don't, I don't have another job. I, I'm an actor. Um, so when I get work, I work. When I don't, I look for work. But my constant new foundation or default or, or template of a day revolves around Jack Reacher. You know, I still, Jeff has to go, you know, after I wrap this up, actually, I'm going to work on my taxes, but Jeff has, you know, real world responsibilities. I don't have assistants or, or, you know, publicists or, or little, you know, whatever drivers. So, you know, I still do my normal stuff, but outside of that, I'm working as if I have this role or I'm working to make myself a better person for this role. Uh, to a fault, you know, um, I'll get various acting jobs or, or commercials, even those pay pretty good. Um, and, um, but other than that, I'm, I'm actively not hanging out with people very often. I'm very rarely going out to do anything. Um, I'm, con I'm consciously avoiding taking away time for my Jack Reacher preparation. Uh, and so, um, you know, like some random non-Hollywood jobs have been offered to me and I've said no because that would take away from my focus on Jack Reacher. It comes at a cost, literally and metaphorically, but um, day in and day out, <clears throat> I'm doing the, I don't want to say bare minimum in a lazy way, but I'm doing the bare minimum to survive and then everything else is my, is the maximum to prep and study and work on Jack Reacher. So it, what does that involve? Obviously the gym stuff, um, I'm doing everything possible. Um, calorically, I'm working with a trainer out of the UK. We're working on my, my uh, diet, everything to just put on size and add weight. Um, and then God willing, we get a date, uh, then we're gonna uh, adapt as needed based on that date so we can backwards plan. So gym stuff is just body and changing body. You know, I'm even, <laughs> it's, it's a weird looking device, but it's basically like a racquetball with almost like, I think 60 pounds of tension and you just chew on it. I don't do it in public because it's pretty, it's weird looking. But just like any other muscle, your jaw muscles, all these muscles right here, the masseter, 
the sternocleidomastoid, all these muscles can be exercised and thickened. And I know, I believe that the fictional character brought to screen has it more of just square head, square neck, square face. So I'm actively working on doing that. Um, that's the physical stuff. Um, I'm avoid, like I said, I'm reading my notes here. I'm avoiding stuff. I don't. I'm just kind of holding up to study and prep. Uh, but just you know, without being a hypocrite, as I've said many, many, many times, I want them to hire the actor that can best uh, learn and adapt and enhance this role and get better as the years go on. So in lieu of that, I'm still actively, actively taking acting classes and working in acting classes. Um, I still go to Strasbourg. Um, I'm at classes two to three to four days a week at various programs uh, and various conservatories and foundations constantly working on it um just like anything if you don't do it you lose it um it'd be really hard for me to just go back to green beret world because i haven't been doing green beret stuff <clears throat> so anybody that comes to la says they're an actor on their instagram and then doesn't act for two years and doesn't take any classes it's absurd so uh, i'm taking classes constantly the biggest things i'm doing is, is i'm taking classes working the body to make it match the body uh as the fictional character and um I don't even know if you can see them. I got reading tons of books. I just and I'm reading every book, whether it's a Jack Reacher book or any other book that helps me. I'm looking at everything through Jeff Bosley playing Jack Reacher eyes. So I'm looking at how does this help my Jack Reacher pursuits. <clears throat> uh, so that's pretty much what I'm doing. And lastly, before I get into if there is any Q and A, this is the final part of the structured thing. The first 30 minutes, like I said. Um, Naked Blue, the band uh, with Lee Child and um, uh, all the other band members, uh, they do have a tour on the East Coast. I was looking at Philadelphia and I'm, it's all still very interesting. I still want to go and it'd be great if people, we saw each other there and that'd be really super cool if the shirt was out by then. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to try the Philadelphia one was my, my, is my appeal because I've never been there. So that was just kind of being selfish. So we'll just have to see. So that's the summary of what's going on first 30 minutes i will put those notes in the the uh video description so people know what's in store and then at the 34 15 mark we went loosey-goosey i'll see if anybody wrote anything uh to chat here Uh, Joseph Frank, you said you're that all. I'm not sure what you're referencing. Um, and uh, I can't take over Boriana's role on SEAL Team, but I would have liked to have not been killed. Uh, my character would, um, Steve Porter, I wish he wouldn't have died on SEAL Team. Um, but no questions, um, no anything else. So I will keep it at that so we can keep to the point. One thing I'm going to try to do. Um, of note is a lot of people um, I'm trying to figure out since we don't have a deadline or an endpoint how to best channel my Jack Reacher stuff to to y'all that want to see it um, oh how tall am I I'm six foot five Joseph uh, the exact height is Jack Reacher um, I'm trying to find the best way to channel this stuff. You know, there is the Bosley for Reacher group, and maybe I'll only focus it there. But uh, then, you know, the actor Jeff that needs to kind of get the attention 
there is my public Facebook page of which this is on that has, you know, just shy of 50,000 eyes. So I'm trying to figure out the best way. And a gentleman uh, DM'd me. He's been extremely helpful in this Bosley for Reach or Pursuit, how to work with the groups and social media. I don't want to name his name. Um, and he had a lot of good points. And I'm just trying to think of the best way to um, give you guys all insight to what I'm doing. But the catch is, is it's not much different every day. Uh, it's training, studying, reading, going to classes, bed, training, studying, reading, going to classes, bed. So I don't, there's not really tons of new stuff, um, uh, to reveal daily. Um, so I'm just trying to think of the best way to do that. Uh, one, because as I've always said, I'm, I'm extremely passionate about keeping people on this journey, not in some weird huggy way, but I genuinely want, I, I genuinely know what I want to do with my life and my career depends on an end user, a consumer, a fan, a TV or movie goer. Uh, without you, there's nothing. So I want to live, eat and breathe in your at your mercy. So I want people in the loop. <clears throat> Obviously there is a, a level of promotion to it. Um, that goes without saying, but it's not, that's not the primary fuel. I've been doing this before I thought I had a chance. Um, and people have, 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 um, clicked with that for whatever reason. And it's extremely important for me. So I'm just trying to figure out the best way to funnel the Jack Reacher, Jeff Bosley pursuing that angle, um, and, and give you all what you want, but also because it's not, there's not a lot of, like I said, there's not a lot of new stuff daily. Uh, it's all, it's all the same. So it's a weird dichotomy. I'm trying to, I, I feel I'm trying to win and, uh, I'm just, it's, it's a work in progress trying to make this the best thing it can be. So, uh, keep your eye out, please. Uh, I'll, I'll post it right now. As a matter of fact, um, I, I have mentioned the Bosley for Reacher group. It will probably be a little, um, revamped maybe, uh, depending on how I decide to run this because I want the Bosley for Reacher group to, not exclusive, like it's special, but to be some sort of channel or filter for explicitly Jeff Bosley chasing Jack Reacher. But it's also uh, essentially a lot of dual posts because Jeff Bosley chasing Jack Reacher is who I am. I mean, it's all I live, eat and breathe for. So it's also on my public page and on my Instagram and Twitter. And so it's kind of like, it's all one and the same. <laughs> Jeff Bosley chasing Jack Reacher. There is no, there's no personal Jeff Bosley anymore. I'm, I'm getting lost in it. Not in a dangerous way. Don't worry. But, um, but here's the group. Um, if you so choose, uh, but yeah, anybody that's in the group does know a lot of it is redundant. Um, and it's not because I, I like, I have some weird narcissistic love of redundancy. It's just because, uh, there is no private Jeff. What, what I am in the real world is what I am in uh, the group, what I am in the face, my Facebook page. So it's all the same. What it is, what I am on Instagram. So I'm working on that. Uh, and last, I'll just entertain one last question. Uh, am I looking for other roles or uh, Broadway? Um, Joseph, I love acting. So I, of course I'm looking at any other roles. I love, I have ones I'm really passionate about. Obviously stuff like Jack Reacher. I've always been extremely passionate about, uh, Frank, uh, Miller. Um, Frank Castle, The Punisher. Um, I got my fantasy roles for sure, uh, but I just love acting. And uh, again, going to the extreme because I apologize that I use this as my extreme example a lot, but you know, I've played a really hellacious attempted 
rapist and uh, I'm not saying that's that's fun per se but I really like acting and telling a story that invokes change or emotion or awareness in an audience and um, I just love acting you know some of the roles are harder and grimier and, and ickier uh, but I love them and so um, Broadway I'm never opposed to that uh, but theater doesn't pay unless you're super famous uh, since I have a theater background I'm always interested in going back to it but uh Right now, I'm not actively doing it because I don't have the funds to just remotely hope I can get on Broadway because uh, it doesn't pay well for unknowns like myself. So that is it. Um, I really appreciate everybody. Hopefully, this retroactively is something that people liked. Um, I'm going to wrap it up because I promised around 30 minutes and then uh, gave myself about 10 to 15 minutes of rambling time. Um, again, Chime in on my pages. I'm going to come up with some sort of thing in my note app to kind of just keep track of everything. And I can always just address them in mass on from uh, all the consolidated sources into my one note on my note app and uh, address everything on, on another show. So thank you so much for this. Um, I really appreciate everybody uh, just listening, chiming in and, and um, supporting me. Uh, I am beat. So if any, any, exhaustion comes across it is because i'm exhausted uh but uh i'm still fighting and still pursuing this um as if my life depends on it so i really am uh completely uh and forever grateful for every ounce of literal and metaphorical support uh y'all have given me um uh, you know who you are um and i hope you know i don't take it lightly um it's uh this could change my life the little kid in me that that I see, like Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man, I see how excited and happy he is doing what he does, and I see that, and I look at that and go, I don't know how I could ever get numb to that excitement and that just sheer joy of actually living a dream come true. So every ounce of your support fuels that and gets me a, a baby step closer. So I, I genuinely thank you. Um, your, your, your support fuels me and for whatever I do I hope I fuel it back because this is a con con collaborative effort and um, I, I, I this is for you and so without you I wouldn't exist so it was supposed to be positive not dark <laughs> so everybody have a great whatever day it is in the country you're in I know there's a handful of people not in the US uh, so have a great Saturday it might be Sunday for some of y'all it might still be Friday uh, take care and I really appreciate it bye